Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Franny Benali, and you're listening to In That Number. Hello and welcome to the special season review of In That Number. No guests today, instead you get me and the Moscow Mush going through the season that was in depth, and no doubt discuss any transfer rumours. I'm your host, Ray Hunt. Follow me on Twitter at RayHunt84. My co-host is at Moscow Mush. You can follow the show on at Number Podcast. Find us on Facebook and Instagram on In That Number Podcast. Email the show on InThatNumberPodcast at gmail.com. And, you know, you can give us a review on iTunes. That'll help us out massively. We've got lots to go through today, so without any further delay, for the last time this season, allow me to bring in the one and only Moscow Mush, Kevin Milverton. All right, you big dickhead. Oh, glad to be here, you massive cunt. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've had a really good week. Um, I've been very busy with work, but um, yeah, with the podcast, I guess I feel a bit like a Southampton player. In the now that the pressure's off, um, we can relax and make a quite a shit podcast to end the season. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's what we do. <laughs> Um, yes, it has been quite a busy week. I mean, just in general, trying to get in contact with you this week has been difficult. So I know you've been you've been working hard, but it's been lots of news. Yeah, I know. I it's always like, at the worst time as well. Yeah, I feel like we've got more news to go through this week than we did, you know, any week during the season. Yeah, yeah, very big news items as well that they are. So it's a good, good job we've got this uh, bonus podcasting. Indeed. Um, so, we'll go straight into it because, as I say, we've got quite a lot to go through today. Um, firstly, before we actually start the news, I want to just mention, I believe you have an apology to make. Yeah, my hands are held up as we're speaking. Um, the first place uh, in our in that number of podcast league, fantasy football, uh, does still go to Harris Benjamin. However... Uh, Seen as uh, Marcus Fanshaw has totally tottenhamed up his season and managed to drop uh, into fourth place, uh, Tim Marshall is now uh, second, 
at the at the end of the season. Uh, he, he banked 65 points to go uh, second with 2,152 points. Uh, Lucas Griffiths of Gibbettini, uh, in fact, takes first place with 2,145 points. So, yeah, unlucky, Marcus, and well done to Tim and Lucas. Uh, yeah, your plaudits are in the post. So, yeah, yeah. our own Osc- Oscars night fuck up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Right, okay, so um, news. I, I want to f- start first off by saying about Saints' new sponsor, LD Sports. So, mm-hmm. they're, yeah, they're like a Chinese sports content marketing and entertainment platform. I don't think it's been launched yet, has it? Yeah, or are they? We don't know. Um, well, th- this is the probably the dodgiest, shadiest, rarest shit that um, mm. I've seen this season, right? Because, I mean, this is a sponsorship deal worth, like, what, hundreds of millions of pounds? Yeah. And um, they've ousted Virgin Media, who obviously prepared to put up a lot of money, and there's absolutely nothing about this company uh, anywhere on the internet, the Ledong Sports supposed to be a, um, like a sports media and entertainment company um, that doesn't in fact exist. Um, mm. In fact, uh, the, with my elementary knowledge of Chinese, I did manage to Google uh, the characters that appear on our shirt uh, and taken together, they are a Google whack in Chinese. Uh, there's like very, very little information available at all. But there's a, I did find a very interesting article um, in the Chinese media on the South China Morning Post. Um, obviously, when I did my search, uh, this had already happened, but apparently they did have a Chinese language website being taken down. And a lot of the uh, information about the company itself was very inconsistent. Um, and they were talking about um, having over 100 sports centers and uh, 2,000 employees across the world and um, they had uh, some international uh, licensed coaching staff uh, listed as me- members of staff. Um, none of this appears to be actually true, and there's um, several different foundation dates. Uh, there's a company that was supposed to be uh, founded in Southampton in 2010, mm. uh, but this, this company doesn't exist, so um, to me... very odd, yeah. It is very, very dodgy, and um, yeah, a lot of experts, as I said, it does smack of uh, Chinese state influence. Mm. Uh, but I mean, the, I think the more obvious explanation to me seems that this is the way that Gao is going to put money into uh, the club for whatever nefarious reasons instead of. Um, in investing directly or I don't know yeah buying or selling selling shares um, they're going to do it through this weird sponsorship deal with a company that is essentially a, a shell company if it, if it is a company at all mm. so yeah, yeah. Very, very very shady yeah I mean I've heard stories that it's um, raising the red flags already in fact when I was doing some research and I was trying to find out what it was um, I mean, I, I typed into Google or LD Sports, and it said, did you mean JD Sports? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, yeah. I did not. <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't, I mean, obviously, I didn't go in depth like you did, so well done there. But yeah, I, and even this morning, I, I, saw, I saw a post on Instagram that said, we, we should be worried about this. So yeah, it does seem all yeah, pretty I, odd. Um, but yeah, anyway, going in from LD Sports, um, the new kits were released on Friday. Um, what do you make of them? I absolutely hate them. Um, 
the home kit is just horrific with that really dodgy black upper half panel thing. Um, mm. I, I don't like it at all. The way kit's not too bad. Yeah, um, no, I'm, I'm a fan of the way kit and the third kit. I like the um, the yellow on the shorts and the socks. Um, the way the, the third kit um, looks really nice, I think. But I don't know. I just think that yeah, the black shoulder stripe thing just looks. It looks like too much black, and with the you know with the Audi Sports logo. It doesn't look the right colour for it. It's just it just looks all odd and out of place, and yeah, I just think it looks mm. looks a bit ridiculous. I don't know. <laughs> may, it's a bit it's a weird one. I may, maybe it will um it will grow on me, but I certainly won't be buying that one. I, I mean, I'm I'm a fan of the black or the the grey away shirt, so I might I might get myself one of those. Um, anyway, uh, Nathan Redmond and James Ward-Prowse are included in Gareth Southgate's preliminary squad for the Nations League. So it's a 27-man squad and it's going to be trimmed to 23 on the 27th of May. Um, to, if I'm honest, I don't expect Redmond to be in that 23-man squad. Or Ward-Prowse, really. Really? Well, may, maybe Ward-Prowse, but I don't, I don't think Redmond will make, make the final cut. Shame. Yeah, it's a shame because I mean, I mean he's still um, a doubt as to whether he's going to start his England, uh, start his international career for England or, or for Ireland. But I, I guess being in that squad, it's kind of made the decision for him. But I mean, there's nothing to say he can't then go on and play for Ireland. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, 27th of May is when he, when Southgate will trim it down to 23 man. Um, another date for your diary. Um, the 2019-20 fixtures will be released on the 13th of June. Definitely put that in my diary. Yep. Um, Kev, transfer window opened on Thursday and will slam shut on Ooh. Thursday, the 8th of August. Um, lots of rumours swirling around already. Um, one I heard actually, the first one I heard this week was um, Yannick Velasquez, Everton winger, 29. Spent the season, well, spent half a season at Villa, and then he went to Anderlecht. Um, I think Villa wanted him all season, but they sent him back in January, and then Everton sent him away again to Anderlecht, so doesn't sound too good. But, I mean, I've always been a fan of his, and I thought he was a decent player. So, yeah, and I, I don't think um, he's a typical Hassan Hurtle player, so I'm not, I'm not expecting much out of that one. Wasn't he a Koeman signing? Yes, I think he was, yeah. So well, yeah, I mean, Palace to Everton, yeah. That's fine. Okay, well, I, I don't know. I think we've got enough um, Yans and Yannicks in our team. Um, <laughs> that's going to be a confusing gesturing, gesturing if you're like Yan, and then you've got four people turning around. <laughs> <laughs> don't think of that. Um, another one well, that not... you brought up a couple of weeks ago was um, Leeds midfielder Calvin Phillips. Um, he's been mentioned oh, yeah. again. Um, I mean, it might have just been because they got you know dumped out of the playoffs earlier than they expected and some of their better players are going to be wanting that move to the Premier League so of course with Saints looking to buy it might just be you know just a rumour but I mean he's quite a versatile player I think he's played in defence as well for Leeds yeah I don't know I mean I, I don't think we need another midfield when you've got Ward-Prowse and Romeu and Hoiberg Lamina I don't really I don't really think we need another one we don't need to be spending any money on, on a player there yeah, I mean, you want you want a centre-back, don't you? So, um, That's what we need. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, there's a couple of other rumours, aren't there, that have resurfaced. Um, Adam O'Luckman, again, also from Everton. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think there's anything that's going to come about. Um, 
I don't know. I like this this rumor. I, I quite like Lookman. Um, I like him. Yeah, twenty million quid. He's played under Hassan Hurt at Leipzig. Um, I think he'll fit. I think he will. I think it'd be a good fit for us. It would be good if we can get him. Would be. Um, and another one: uh, the return of Adam Lallana. Uh-huh. What do you think of this? Um, so we did mention Alana last week, didn't we? Um, that he was rumoured to have given 15 grand to um, Francis Benoli's iron front. Oh, that's right. Is that just trying to butter up the fans? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, you know what? I didn't even think of it like that. But I've already made my mind up. I don't want him. Um, he left no, under bad circumstances. He's had a problem with injuries. Um, he's 31 now. Um, I'm just not sure he's, he fits either. I just I don't want any part of him, if I'm honest. I know there are a certain amount of people that do and would welcome him back. I mean, he's still a good player. I just think he's burned too many bridges of us, and I think we should just move on. Yeah, I mean, it was the same with Walcott when there were rumours that he had become into St Mary's. Um, yeah, I think I think that 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 time has passed, hasn't it? Um, although about Lana, I mean do we like have a deal with Liverpool where we give them all of our best players ridiculous money but we're obliged to buy up their um, <laughs> injured players English players for ridiculous money too yeah possibly <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and I've heard of an outgoing uh, this week uh-huh. yeah um, Olympiacos are interested in taking uh, Guido Carrillo from us <laughs> I'm all for Olympiacos. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, how much are they offering? Because I, mean, I don't know. I haven't, I, haven't got a price. I haven't got a price written down, but I'm guessing I'm going to make a loss on it. But I think we take that loss and just move on. Yeah, ten, ten million. I mean, come on, strikers are, you know, that's eighteen millions. Like that's not a ridiculous sum for a striker, is it? Um, no, no, definitely not. So yeah, maybe we could get close to that. But yeah, yeah, probably not to Olympiacos. Blimey. Last bit of news this week, or from me anyhow. Um, Ralph Kruger returns to the NHL as coach for the Buffalo Sabres. Did you hear that? Yes, yeah. I mean, we did see that coming. Uh, although it's weird that we said at the time when we had um, Greg on the podcast, who, who knows a lot about hockey, and uh, he said that that was the best time for him to go because there's a lot of um, openings there. Mm-hmm. And it's only now, just that the season's ended, that he's landed himself a job. Right, OK, so we're going to go on with our review of the season that was. Um, we're just going to go month by month, is that cool? Yeah. Yeah. Where should we start? Oh, well, I guess we start at the beginning. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... Beginning. Okay, so we released players um, Jeremy Pied and Florin Gardos, and then we sold Dusan Tadic to Ajax for ten million. That's looking like a bargain now. Um, mm. And we brought in Stuart Armstrong, seven million quid from Celtic. Mohamed Alianusi, sixteen million quid from Basel. Angus Gunn, thirteen and a half million from City. And Yannick Vestergaard, undisclosed from Borussia Mönchengladbach. Um, and then later we picked up Danny Ings on an additional loan but a further of 18 million later in the summer. And then Carrillo, Buffal and Classy went out on loan. So, I mean, were, were you happy with the, the transfer dealings? I mean, I can't remember our season preview, but I think we were, you know, pretty set then, weren't we? Yeah, I was fairly fairly pleased with um, with what we got. I think, you know, it's um, one in, one out. Um, we said that Armstrong 
was kind of a replacement for their agent, Stephen Davis, Arianusi Patajic, um, Angus Gunn is a good prospect for a goalkeeper. Uh, yeah, um, Ings for the failed uh, Carrillo. Yeah. Yeah. It was all good. Yeah, so, yeah. And I think I said that whilst that was kind of a positive um, uh, going for us in the transfer market, I still didn't think that it was going to improve our uh, league position by much. No, it was pretty much just like for like, wasn't it? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's not, wasn't bad. No. Uh, but I think, yeah, just the, the manager that, that um, oversaw it all was probably the problem. Yeah, well, definitely the problem, yeah. Okay, so we moved into August and we opened up against Burnley, uh, drew 0-0. Uh, and then we went to Everton, lost 2-1. And then hosted Leicester and again, lost 2-1. But we had a, an EFL Cup round two game against Brighton away, and we beat them. So, one point in the first month. Uh, not a great start. It was poor against Burnley, if I remember, the, the first game. Um, and the Everton game went two up inside... Sorry, Everton went two up inside half an hour. Um, and it yeah, just pretty much killed the game off of there. But um, Danny Ings scored his first goal for the club. Um, the Leicester game... Threw that away, didn't we? That yeah, that one. Um, it was a game of few chances, but we went up. We, we, we went one new up in that game, didn't we? With Bircher and that um, that belter, and then um, Hoiberg picked up a red. <laughs> I guess you could say the story of the of the season was us dropping points from winning positions, and then you know Harry Maguire scored in the late injury time. To you know that was a horrible one. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, we say we went to the to Brighton in the AFL Cup and, and took that one. Yeah, poor poor starts of the season, really, looking at it like that. Yeah, it was, it was awful. I don't know why we didn't... I mean, we, I wasn't concerned at that point. You know, the, the, there was the whole uh, season ahead of us, but, uh, yeah, I wasn't shaking. I think you were already starting to, like, say, you know, these are the games that we should be winning. That, that's it, yeah. We're going to pay for it. Mm. It wasn't so much the Everton games. So I think the Everton... Uh, well, especially the first half, they outplayed us. And but the Leicester one, I thought, yes, it was a game of few chances, but we weren't we were one 0 up, and to lose it the way we did, I thought that was going to come back and haunt us. I mean, it, it could have done, could well have done. Uh, player of the month, or in that number, player of the month for August was Nathan Redmond, and our goal of the month was Ryan Bertrand's against Leicester. Um, so he finished the month on one point. Yeah, I mean that good goal. I mean that's probably the only <laughs> saving grace of that, of that month at all. Yeah, I mean looking back on it, we could we should have taken the points against Burnley, and then, you know that would have put us on the four. We, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have been so concerned at that point. So September uh, did give us our first win though uh, against Palace away. Yeah, crucial. Um, yeah, that was that was. I don't know. I think that's that's when I started to have a bit of a sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we we saw what the team was was capable of, but um, I don't know. We didn't seem to translate that into momentum at all. Um, managed to throw away a two goal lead at home to Brighton. Yeah, that was just that was awful. And uh, yeah, then getting thrashed three nil by Liverpool and two uh, nil by Wolves. Just yeah, ended it on a very sour night. Yeah, I think that the you know obviously the Palace one was was crucial as I say, you know, away win. Um, Hoiberg scored um, 
yeah, Hoiberg scored from there, didn't he? Ings and Hoiberg, I believe, yeah. Um, and it should have been two consecutive wins against Brighton, so say 2-0 up and more points dropped. But it was um, the penalty and injury time that Glenn Murray tucked away, wasn't it? So that one, that one really hurt. But uh, like I said, um. the, the Liverpool and the Wolves games, we, we deserved you know, that those losses, we, we were poor, couldn't score. Um, and then, you know, right there, you're thinking five points in two months. <laughs> we're either going down or facing another season, um, you know, fighting relegation. Well, amazingly, we went into that um, game against Wolves in 14th place. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, the table, it didn't look that bad, you know. Yeah. Um, the teams around us were, or, and below us, obviously, a lot, a lot worse than us. But uh, yeah, so maybe that sort of lulled us into a full sense of security. Yeah, I guess so. But say we um, we had four points in that month. That took us to five in total. Um, the player of the month for September was Hoiberg, and the goal of the month was Hoiberg. That goal against Brighton, fantastic. Oh, yeah, it was a whopper. Mm. Brilliant. Um, into October. So we continued our round two FA Cup. We went to round three against Everton, uh, and what was he? We drew one-one, but won four-three on penalties. Um, mm. That was nice. Uh, got absolutely twatted at home to um, Chelsea, and then yeah. back, back-to-back nil-nil draws against Brighton away, and then at home to Newcastle. I think you said that that Newcastle game was one of the low points of the season for you. Is that is that right? Yeah, I mean, because um, Newcastle, were, they were rock bottom and they were absolutely fucking useless as a team. Um, we should have been all over them, but there was just it was just such a dull, dull game of football. Um, it's like it was um, like a fixed match, basically. I mean, they pretty much um, shared possession. Uh, we, had, we had so many shots, four shots on target. Newcastle had nothing, and we still couldn't get one in. I and think, that, yeah. that is just the epitome of frustration. Actually, I've got the stats down for that game. It was 22 shots versus their six, just in total. Mm. Um, yeah, there was just nothing to show for that game, was there? And we, you know, I think right about then, you were um, when we podcasted after that, you were saying that you wanted Hughes out. That was, the, that was his moment. Um, no, I think it was after the Fulham match that I said I wanted to use that. So I, I sort of stuck with him for a while, but oh, I think okay. that's when I started to turn. That's mm-hmm. when I started to turn. Um, a lot of Saints fans were pissed off well before me. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit forgiving and, and optimistic, but at that point, I thought, right, okay, this is this is bad. You know, we were um, just hovering over that relegation zone, and yeah, a draw against Newcastle is that's not a positive result at all. No, no matter how huge just yeah. up. And, and the Bournemouth game was a shit show from start to finish. It was both teams were poor. Nil nil was the deserved result. But as I say, I mean, Newcastle, we, we should have won that game. I'm not complaining. I mean, Chelsea, yet yeah, they run, they just run over us. Bournemouth, nobody was any good. But we were better than Newcastle. We should have taken three points. But as I say, from then. Two points in in that month, not not good enough. Um, seven points on to- in total, and I believe and yeah. The, sorry, this was the famed month of the goal, wasn't it? It was indeed, yeah. So a player of the month was um, Pierre Hoiberg, but goal of the month, or rather, as you called it, month of the goal. Yeah, it was um, one goal, um, Ings against Everton in the cup. That was it. So it won by default. That is just embarrassing, isn't it? It was embarrassing. Yeah, we had to put a poll up on Twitter for the, the top four goals and 
it was just the same. I think Ings, Ings got it, didn't he? Yeah, I think he did, yeah. I think he just did. I think he did, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and th- then we get into November and we make a, a very positive start by getting <laughs> Gangbang 6 1 by City. <laughs> yeah, um, that's called a penalty. Well, that, that is a positive, yeah. yeah. So at least we've got our goal for the month at Nerny. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, after that, I mean, it, it didn't get much better. Um, one all draw against Watford. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that showed that we had something in this. Um, yeah, Gabby Adini scored his only goal of the season and what turned out to be his last. Yeah, yeah it's a sad fact, isn't it? Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've got... Um, no home wins at all. Um, no wins in six. And uh, yeah, and this is the the match that uh, got mashed up into that park life uh, clip of Charlie right, Austin's yeah. interview afterwards because the because of the the VAR. I mean, yeah, they had that goal. Um, I still don't understand why it was disallowed. No, no, that was a, a shocking one. And I'm, I'm so glad that we don't have to blame that for uh, relegation. Again, we could but have done, yeah. We could have done. I mean, yeah, Mark, Mark Hughes probably would have. Uh, and then, then this is this is our, where I start to um, really turn on uh, Mark Hughes is um, losing to Fulham. Yeah. At that, that point, they were they were rock bottom of the league. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's when I thought right Hughes needs to go this yeah, is it wheels have fallen off I mean it, it it couldn't have started anywhere so as you say trip to the well turned out to be the champions Man City biggest defeat it was, was 6-1 Wesley who on the score sheet um, obviously not in the correct net um, <laughs> uh, yeah just awful and then yeah. the, the the Watford game that was another late one as well wasn't it the, the Watford one it was we were 1-0 up and then should have been 2-0 as you say that offside and then um, Holobas levelled the game for Watford and then yeah just newly promoted Fulham coming in and beating us and, but I think if I do remember that the, the one strong point in that Fulham game was Stuart Armstrong uh, he scored yes. a brace I believe didn't he in that um, in that game but it, yeah, it, is, it yeah. wasn't enough um, and then the month got worse as well I don't know um, how you could get much worse than that but we were Dumped out of the EFL Cup um, on penalties to Leicester. Off the pitch, Les Reed left right at that point. Yes. So yeah, not. I mean, November was just awful. You thought you thought October was bad. November was awful. It just. I mean, this is a sinking ship that's now been abandoned by the by the the man in charge. So yeah, <laughs> it didn't look good for us, did it? No. So one point. That's eight points in total and a cup exit. Horrible time, real all-time low. But Stuart Armstrong got Player of the Month, and he also took Goal of the Month against Fulham. To um, and December, moving on to December, busiest month, and that was it. That's the turning point in the season. So we started with a with a two-two draw against Man United, um, followed up by a loss to Spurs, um, and then losing to Cardiff. But probably the highest point or the best moment of the season was when we, we beat Arsenal 3-2 at home and then followed that up by another win against Huddersfield 3-1 lost at home to West Ham 2-1 and then lost again to Man City so yeah a really 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 busy month 
Man United game. Yeah, I know. Yes. Uh, two new up against United, shockingly. Um, Cedric and Armstrong, you know, giving us a real chance there. And Cedric scored that goal that you, you like so much. I love that goal, yeah. Mm. I mean, love or hate Cedric, you, you've got to say that. That was magical. Fantastic goal, yeah. And right against, you know, we never expected it. Um, but again, we allowed United back in. Um, and, yeah, yeah. dropping more points. And then, of course, two days after the Man United point, Mark Hughes was given the boot. Yeah, I thought that that, that, that timing is... Um, we always yeah. managed to sack uh, managers after a good performance rather yeah. than a bad performance. I'm guessing so it, was feel too bad, so. it was already a... You know, even if they'd have gone out and beat United, it was always going to happen anyway. Um, Calvin Davis took over for our trip to Wembley against Spurs. I, I, th- I think actually at that point, I remember thinking I didn't really care about that Spurs game so much. Um, I knew it was good. I mean, we would have lost either way, and I thought with Calvin had two days with the squad. Um, and at that point, we were um, scouting and interviewing Ralph just before the game. Actually, I think Ralph was confirmed before that Spurs game, if I remember. Yeah. I mean, I don't, he wasn't in the stands, was he? But, um, yeah. but I think it was news. He w- yeah, he was there. Um, but yeah, I was just thinking it's Tottenham, it's away, you know, I'd, I'll accept the loss. Um, and we got beat 3-1, Austin scored. And then, Cardiff away. <laughs> that, that, I think right, that was the lowest point for me. Um, Hassan had the team for very little. Um, and yeah, just got beat. Sent us, that put us 19th, three points from safety. And right there, I, yeah. I remember thinking, we're doomed. You With know, that, um, that, that Yannick Vestavard back pass, yeah. uh, my gosh, I mean, you, you must have just seen that and thought, Christ, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in up to my neck in this, aren't I? Yeah, well, what have I get myself into, yeah. But then, you know, turned the season around with that Arsenal game. Uh, it's a miracle. Uh, yeah, at St Mary's, that was, yeah, it was just fantastic. I had my buddies over from New York um, visiting that, week, that weekend, I took them to the game. And I remember saying to before, you know, it's going to it's going to end in disappointment. Don't expect Saints any Saints goals, uh, and we're going to get beat quite heavily. <laughs> Do you know? I'd, I'd like to go, actually go back and listen to our match preview because I I can't remember what we predicted, obviously, but I'm fairly sure none of us went three two Saints. I predicted a two nil Arsenal win. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what you predicted, but it was something similar. I, I think we both had Arsenal down to win. Yeah, I don't think I had Saints even scoring, but never mind. 3-2 winners, Ings with two, and then Austin with the late winner. You know, you think back at that now, how crucial was that? that that's incredible. Yeah. I think, if I mean, if we had to turn our, our season around, I mean, if we'd have done it even a game later, um, do you think we'd still be in the same position? I don't know, but then again, if we had started the season with Ralph, I'm pretty sure we would have been mid-table. Or possibly even higher than that, yeah. Um, but then we, yeah, we built on that fine display, um, and we went and won away at Huddersfield, back-to-back wins. And I think that's when people started to believe in Hasenhurtel. We all had belief at that point, and I think, yeah, Redmond bagged his first goal of the season, first of many from then. Um, Ings carried on his goal scoring, and Michael Oberfemi scored his Oberfemi, first goal. Oberfemi, yeah. Yep. Convincing win. You don't often see that, but we were... You know, comfortable. And then, yeah. we, you know, smashed right back down to earth. <laughs> uh, as soon as I came over. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, a terrible thing happened right then. You come home. 
<laughs> I did. I did come over before the um, Huddersfield match, so uh, yeah, I, I can't be blamed for all of that. And actually, we d- we attended the West Ham game together, didn't we? Along with um, Mrs. Milverton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a, a shame. It was a, just the shocker that it was. Yeah. I think the first half and the second half were just like two different, completely different matches, two completely yeah. different teams. Yeah, we were at time, I believe, wasn't it? And then um, Felipe Anderson ripped us apart. But yeah. I mean, Redmond scored in consecutive games. I think even when he scored, I, I mean, I was almost certain that we weren't going to win. Really. Yeah, I think you got the feeling it was kind of um, against the run of play, and you know what happens when we take leads in matches. Yes, yeah, um, we do. Yeah, that early on. So yeah, I think I, I think I remember saying to you when we were queuing up for a beer at halftime that um, anyone scores here, they wouldn't they've won the game. I just mm. it's going to be one of those really really close ones, and we did it. And I thought, yeah, that's it. But this is Saints, so yeah, just slacked off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, final game of 2018 was our. Customary lost to Man City. Um, <laughs> yes. Hoiberg went from hero to villain. He scored and then got a straight red. So, um, lost 3-1. And, yeah, so seven points from December. So that left us on 15. Um, and player of the month was Nathan Redmond. And the goal of the month was your Cedric one against Man United. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be, I think we, we were quite happy. I was, um, yeah, in a very good mood uh, over the new year. But again, we, we we had to start the year with with a very difficult fixture as well. Um, yeah. yeah, way to Chelsea. Um, but we got what 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 I think can be seen as a very positive result. Nil nil. Very good. keeping a clean sheet. Yeah, um, a point against one of the top six. So yeah, and some yeah, Sarri didn't look too happy with it, but um, <laughs> we certainly were. Um, yeah, and then that uh, the first of our um, third round FA Cup matches against Derby County. Sorry. Frank Lampard's Derby County, isn't mm-hmm. it? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, 2-2. And again, um, taking an early lead in the match, um, winning 2-0, and then just managed to throw it away in, what, three minutes, that, was yeah. it? Yeah. I think we were, when we were 2-0 up, I thought, that's it, we're, we're in the fourth round for sure. <laughs> Not knowing how long this match was left, but yeah, it was... Um, a difficult one that. I mean I loved I loved the FA Cup and I really, really wanted a cup run again but it wasn't to be. Yeah, and I don't think what with the injuries coming late in the season, I don't think we could have stretched to it to be honest. No, no, I guess not. So it's probably for the best. Um and then against Leicester away, uh, managed to to pull a, an an away win in in quite spectacular fashion. Uh I think yeah we, d- we didn't get many wins this season but um, yeah, when we did win it was more or less convincing um, yeah who, sc- who scored in that uh, James James Wood-Prowse I think scored his first goal of the season against Leicester and then um, Shane Long was it that Shane Long that wasn't Shane Long but we felt we had to give it to him because he hadn't scored in so long oh right yeah 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 that's right uh, and then let one in right at the end. Yeah, yeah, indeed he um, pulled one back, but yeah, so it was all over by then. Typical, had to let oh, okay. one in. Um, yeah, um, and then we retreated to uh, another match against Frank Lampard's Derby County. Yep, a replay. Um, which replay. Was, oh, replay in every sense, wasn't it? It was just a carbon copy <laughs> of the previous <laughs> <was>, fixture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
um, which led to penalties. And um, yeah, we, we just couldn't do it. Um, I think one of my uh, highlights for this season, or at least the, an amusing moment, was um, the the Saints fans shouting VAR when uh, <laughs> when, we, yes, when uh, was yeah. it Redmond missed that penalty, like flapped yeah. it over. <laughs> so in the, in the face of defeat, still got a sense of humour. So I love this club. Um, I got on January just rolled on, um, beating Everton at home, another big win. Um, another James Ward-Prowse goal, yeah. Another James Ward-Prowse goal, yeah. Um, and um, is it, is it Redmond, isn't it? Who gets the second one? No, it was a uh, Luca Dean own goal. Crazy, crazy oh, own goal. They both go for the ball at the same time, and yeah. it sort of came off his leg. Yeah, that was a weird one. Mm, and then um, I think it was Tiggerson who Tiggerson scored the late uh, consolation. And then yeah, yeah and then a disappointing end to the month with that point at, um, at home to Palace. Yeah, uh, although you feel, I mean, Palace Palace aren't a bad side, so um, again a point against them. That's, that's not the end of the world. Yeah, and James Wood Prowse again, three in a row. Uh, yeah, and I mean, definitely um, put forward a solid candidacy for Player of the Month. And then, and then yeah, I, then you got Wilfred Zaha sent off. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 <laughs> that, that, that cheeky fake um, yeah. throwing the ball at him, that, that was brilliant, and just the, the <laughs> smirk on his face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See you. <ya. laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, that's another highlight of the season, definitely. <laughs> Um, and, and January also saw that some some friends leave the club. We saw um, Gabbiadini head to Sampdoria, undisclosed fee, I think that was, wasn't it? Stephen Davis joined uh, former club Rangers on an initial initial loan deal, but of course that was um, recently made permanent. Wesley Hoot and Cedric found new clubs. Celta Vigo went into Milan, uh, and I think Jake Hesketh has moved on again to MK Dons for the re- uh, rest of the season. And Ryan Seeger was allowed to leave for Yeovil. Yeah. No one coming in, which which was something that we um, we discussed quite a lot because we were all. I mean, I think it was at this point that Danny Ings was picking up a few niggling injuries, and we and we needed a goal scorer. Yeah, it's confusing, really. I mean, it's great that we. It, it turns out that gambit paid off, but can you imagine if we'd have been sent down? Just something that could have been avoided by getting in a player. I mean, even on loan. Mm. That could have changed our season, but uh, yeah, I mean, we we battled through, didn't we? I mean, Redmond turned into um, a bit of a goal machine. Um, Prousey knocking yep. them in from uh, from from distances, free kicks, and so yeah, we managed to survive without them, just with the midfielders. Just about, yeah, it was confusing at the time. Yeah, yeah, we couldn't see the, the you know. We couldn't understand why we didn't bring anybody in. We had the chance. But, you know, we don't know. He could have had his hands tied. Not sure. But um, anyway, we ended January with eight points, so that put us on 23 in total. Our player of the month was James Ward-Prowse, and our goal of the month was James Ward-Prowse, won against Everton. Um, And February. On to February. Um, I guess you could say that, you know, we're out of the Cups. So we could just turn our attentions firmly on the Premier League survival, and we put ourselves back in trouble again. <laughs> just a poor month. Um, so we played Burnley, but you know we're we're clearly a different side than we faced. We faced Burnley and Cardiff again, but we're a different side 
Um, and we felt, I felt we were better with Hurtle. Um And we drew 1-1 with Burnley, Redmond goal. Um, and then lost again to Cardiff at home. Jack Stevens with the, with the Saints goal. And then we lost 2-0 to Arsenal, which was expected, I suppose. Um, but we ended the month on a high, beating strugglers Fulham 2-0. So, yeah, um, that Cardiff game, um, that, was a, that was a thickener for me. I, you know, I, I remember doing the podcast after that one, and I just didn't want to do it that weekend, I remember. just thinking it's going to be difficult, because you think you're, ter- you're, you're turning over a new leaf and then you know we just knock back down to earth yet again um, just a difficult month in, in general yeah I mean the, the, even that Burnley fixture um, right at the beginning I was around my brother-in-law as I remember watching that match and um, we were 1-0 up just um, and it was only a couple of minutes left that's I right think, um, yeah that even um, yeah it was into injury time and um, the internet cut out and I said oh, I'll leave it you know they've obviously won this one um, I had a look later and I said, what? Drew with Burnley? And yeah, it's sod's law that um, Crouchy can't come on and... Uh, uh, he didn't score, did he? Uh, it was... Uh, but um, yeah, I think he, he, he played the part somewhat in, the, in, that, uh, in that goal, didn't he? Yeah, it was actually Barnes, I think it was from the penalty spot. Right, OK. I think, I think uh, Jack, was it the Jack? Yeah, Jack Stevens handballed it. Okay, uh, did Crouchy like, um, head it onto his hand or something like that? Yes, that sounds familiar. But I know I just thought that there's sort of an, an irony in that, wasn't there? That we just couldn't hold on to a win. Oh, I think actually, yeah, no, I think that was it. We um, we went one nil up against Burnley. Um, and then, yeah, um, was it Redmond who scored for us against Burnley? That's right. Yeah, not Barnes, Jack Cole. Yeah, Ashley Barnes scored the penalty when Jack Stevens handed it in the box. Yeah, and then. So I'm just thinking the Cardiff game, we were 1-0 down to Cardiff, and then Jack Stevens scored to equalise. But then um, I think we let a goal in the 94th minute against Cardiff. Was that with the, with the Jack Stevens fuck-up? So he's gone from like, yeah, you went from hero from yeah. zero to hero to zero. Yeah, <laughs> right. it was just a, a, a good month for, for Jack Stevens, and I think that's when a lot of people were turning on him, and that's when his difficulties you know, became evident. Well, yeah, I mean, he stepped into Wesley Hoot's boots and, um, well, I mean... Wesley Hoot's boots? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, um, Hoot's boots have uh, done the same thing as they did for him. Yes. Um, But, though, ending the month on a high, it was was massive, that that Fulham game. Um, Ward-Prowse scored again um, with Romeo. And that lifted us out of the relegation zone. Okay, we only, you know, we only picked up four points in February put us on 27 altogether but James Ward-Prowse again player of the month and Nathan Redmond's goal against Burnley was the goal of the month yeah um, I mean we're like still nowhere near safe even though our results have picked up like we're in a much worse position uh, at this point still um, just from how the other teams around us have started performing again mm-hmm um, so yeah, that made March um, a lot more challenging. Um, yeah, we started March uh, with that incredible match against Man United. Um, yeah, we got the lead uh, with that screamer from Jan Valery. 
Um, then Pereira's equaliser, wasn't it? That's um, right, another, another great goal, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Lukaku actually scored against us. Mm-hmm. Um, Lukaku scoring goals, like, yeah. <laughs> that was the rarity. Um, yeah, Prousey again, and. Um, yeah, Prousey with a yeah, but then there was a kick, yeah. That, that, yeah. We, we, I think there was a little bit of a debate of which, which was the better of those two free mm. kicks, the one against United or the one against Spurs. I think the one against Spurs because it got us the win from 1-1. And, um, it, and it was further out as well. Slightly uh, similar, but yeah, I think the one against Spurs just because of the moment and what it did, you know, it was late on and it got us the win. I think it was 80... No, yeah. Was, yeah, it was in the 80th, if I remember. Yeah, yeah, 80, 80, 80 the first minute. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that penalty... Um, we conceded that United like that was um, terrible, uh, but yeah, bounced back with that that incredible win against Spurs. Massive, I think massive, yeah. I mean, there's still a lot of hard work to come after it. But I think if you, you know if, if you if you're beating teams like Spurs at home, then yeah, clearly something's working. And actually, we did something that we we don't do a lot of. We actually came from behind to win the game. Um, in that Spurs yes. game, so that was so uh, that was so crucial because it's like something that we don't normally do. I remember pouring myself a very large glass of wine at half time, <laughs> thinking that it was going to be a very stressful experience. But um, yeah, I think most of it landed on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then it was broken uh, away at the end of the at the end of the month, wasn't it? Um, and I think that was a a really really poor game from what I remember but we didn't really give a shit because we picked up all three points and um, yeah moved us up to 16th I believe two points off the bottom three at that point so very good end to the month yeah yeah finally out of the relegation zone uh, after again it's weird that um, our lower position on the table was coincided with uh, some some positive results yeah it's coming at the right time uh, it's just the three games in March due to the um, internationals taking up most of the month. But yeah, um, so we had six points from those three games um, and that moved us to thir- 33 points and then the player of the month again was James Ward-Prowse. Um, and the goal of the month, any ideas? The Valerie's screamer. It certainly was. Um, yeah, so that was it. Ended that month on a high note uh, and we rolled into April with the daunting task of Liverpool. Uh, yeah. yeah, and championship chasing Liverpool, and I stupidly predicted a Saints win. That's probably where it went wrong for me in the predictions, guesses, uh, to be honest. Um, but yeah, we lost 3 1, um, but Shane Long opened the scoring. Uh, I, I remember going to half time feeling fairly positive that if, I mean, if we can keep them at bay, maybe we might get at least a point out of it. Sure, and, and you know, we held them at 1 1 for the majority of that game. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a late Liverpool show again and then they, you know, turned it over in one three one. Um and the Wolves yes, game. Yeah, like, that's it, yeah. The Wolves game, three one winners. Massive. Um and we moved eight points clear at that point. Two goals from Redmond and I think Long yeah, Long got his um second goal in as many matches, starting his uh decent form. Um and then the Newcastle game was re- you know, that was just forgettable. Um lost three one St James's Park. 
terrible performance, um, and it's still pretty fresh in the memory, actually. Um, Perez got a hattie. Um, and the only good thing about that match was the um, return of Mario Lamina. And he's yeah. away with a nice goal. Pretty good one. Um, and then, That's of course, fun. the Watford one, um, straight after. Um, and that will be remembered for one thing, and that was the, the long goal in 7.69 seconds. Um, we should have taken that one. Should have had all three points there. And Long had several chances when we were 1-0 up. Um, but again, just like we do, more points dropped. Another late one conceded. Um, and then it came the Bournemouth one. Um, that was a cracking game, 3-3. And that was it, Premier League safety secured. Shane Long, James Ward-Prowse. And Matt Target with his first goal for us. It was also the thousandth goal scored in the Premier League. I couldn't. That's I couldn't believe that. I, that doesn't seem right. It seems like there wasn't a thousand goals scored in the league, was there? I thought I was reading that wrong. Yeah, yeah that, that was it. Um, and then relief. Um, and I was as soon as that happened, I was quite happy for the season to finish. I was done. Um, the rest was just a procession. So with the team. Yeah, the team were apparently as well. Um, and April also saw um, Ralph Kruger leave. Um, and of course, he eventually go on back to the NHL and become head coach of the Buffalo Sabres. But yeah, uh, big month. Losing to Liverpool, beating Wolves, losing to Newcastle, drawing with Watford, and then drawing with Bournemouth to secure safety. Yeah, I mean, I, I love that statistic of... Um uh, I think was it uh, Shane Long and um, Mo Salah both got their fiftieth goals in that game, didn't they? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, I think yeah Salah did it in '69 and right, right. Long in <laughs> 278. <laughs> <laughs> Salah starts every game, doesn't uh, he? So yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we had five points that month. Five crucial points that month took us to 38. Um, Player of the month was Shane Long, and the goal of the month was Shane Long against Watford, that seven-second goal. Yeah, and then May uh, saw a very disappointing end to the season uh, with a repeat of last year's fixture, 3-0 away loss to West Ham United. Um, Yeah... Arnautovic getting a brace could have had a hat trick, couldn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that, that that final match of the season at home was a kind of fizzled out with a one-one draw on the um, pitch. Yeah. On, on the pitch, we, we again, yeah, we should have that wrapped up. But hey, if you want to hear about that, you can listen to last week's podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So just the two games in May, and say there was not really much to talk about. Um, got our asses handed to us by West Ham again they've got our number haven't they they just seem to mm-hmm. better us and then oh, last game of the season yeah as I say we don't really want to talk about that one again um, not the way we wanted to end it but like I said I don't really care too much at that point um, do you know we didn't have a goal of the month for May or a player of the well, month well we had a goal of the month yeah. that was Redmond's against Huddersfield that, that's <laughs> what I mean yeah the goal from from Redmond's it was a classic as well so it was a, it was a good one um and I, I, I'm, well, I hope we haven't actually done the official vote, but I'm going to do it right now and say that Redmond's got the Player of the Month also, <laughs> just for that goal. Say, say that, yeah. yeah. Um, clearly the better player, and um, I think the only one who turned up. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't even playing against West Ham. He came off the bench, and I, I gave him man of the match in that game for only playing 45 minutes. So, and he scored the only goal against Huddersfield, so it has to be 
James Ward for uh, sorry, uh, Nathan Redmond there. James Ward <laughs> Classic. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so just the one point leaves us 39 in total. So we ended the season in 16th. That's nine wins, 12 draws, 17 losses. Scored 45 goals, let in 65. So that's a goal difference of minus 20 and seven clean sheets. But it gives a fuck. We're safe. Yeah. I think that's probably what was overheard in the dressing room as well. <laughs> um, I've got some stats that I want to share with you. Um, mm. Not advanced stats or anything. I just want you to have a guess at see if you can tell me who the um, the winners were of these. Think you're up for it? Um, I'll give it a go. Okay. Um, top goal scorer. All Redmond. positions. Redmond with nine. Correct. Um, top assists. Uh... Redmond again? Redmond with four. Um, mm. Most passes? Uh, Hoiberg? It is Hoiberg. Oh, 1,793. Okay. <laughs> um, most shots? Uh, Redmond again? Yep, Redmond again with 74. Most tackles? Ooh, Romeo. Correct, with 81. <laughs> Done very well, Kev. Very good. I promised you he does not know the answer to this. No, I, I um, literally, I, 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 yeah, well, that's, this, I'm surprised myself. Okay, okay. keep it going. Um, aerial battles won. Um, okay, Bednarik? No. Okay. Mm. Is there only a midfielder? It's no. a Hoiberg. It's not a midfielder. No, okay. Uh, no, go on then. Vestergaard, 84. Okay. See, he's the first, when area, you say aerial battle, the first guy that pops into your head is going to be Yannick Vestergaard, but I didn't, I don't remember him winning that many. Well, he got 84, apparently. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Clearances. Um, okay, Bednarik for that one. No. Vestergaard? It was Vestergaard, 171. Mm. Uh, interceptions. Uh, Hoiberg? No, it was Bednarik. <laughs> Bednarik again. <laughs> with 71. Um, offsides? Offsides. Uh, Shane Lund? No. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I would have thought, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Ings? No, it was Nathan Redmond with 15. Redmond, I think. Quite a quick guy, isn't he? He just runs the line really quickly, but yeah. Um, and he's probably the only one that's played all the matches as well, so yeah. Yeah, sense. that's true, yeah. Um, okay, so this one, um, really, really interesting one. See if you can guess this. Errors leading to goals. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God, it's going to be Hoot or Stevens, isn't it? It's not. It's neither of them. Really? Mm. Um, the keeper's count? Yeah, that's, that's why it is. It is a keeper. That's why it's a little under oh, okay. there. But yeah, it was um, Angus Gunn. Okay. With three. Oh, I'm just gone. Mm-hmm. Me. Um, this is uh, this is an easy one. <laughs> Yellow cards. Remove. <laughs> yes. With how many? Oh Christ! Uh, seven. This is unbelievable. Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven yellows. Yeah. That's Fuck a lot. me. Yeah. Um, red cards. Um. Hoiberg got a couple, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, that was it. Hoiberg with two, and I think um, Valerie got a red at one point as well. But yeah, that's it. Yes. So yeah, you did very well there. 
Yeah, I think as soon as you started praising me, I started to, to yeah, I'm sorry, uh, lose my, it. But, uh, yeah. yeah, well done. One, one stat for you uh, is how many times were Saints uh, featured on TV in the UK this season? In the Premier League? Mm. Five. Eight. Is that right? God, it felt yeah. like it didn't feel like that. Yeah. But less than Brighton, apparently. Yeah, less than, less than Brighton, less than Huddersfield, less than anyone, isn't it? Mm, that's why I think Brighton finished below us and they picked up more money than us. That's right, yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's, that's horrific. But I think, I mean, why is that? Is it just because our, our football isn't entertaining to watch? Well, I guess you could say we were, we're picked to go on Sky whenever we're playing United, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea against the big guys. And I don't think anybody wants us... Maybe it's the fact that we haven't got a rival. We haven't got a real local rival up there as well. I mean, Brighton could have all the same that we do, and they got Palace also. So I don't know how many um, times Brighton featured, but all I know is that they definitely got more money than us because they were on more than us. But, I mean, who wants to see Brighton against Huddersfield? Yeah, I mean, but they, they, Brighton, uh, they've got a rivalry with Palace, haven't they? That's so, what I just said, yeah. Um, so they've got yeah. that game. And uh, our, our, should we create a rivalry with Brighton? I mean, the Bournemouth, not a derby, is, I suppose, well, both, to somebody it's a derby, isn't both it? Both Bournemouth games were not on Sky for us. So yeah, that's ridiculous. Sky don't seem to think it's a rivalry. <laughs> just Bournemouth fans, that's it. Although, Although, do you remember when the um, the cup draw came out and we covered it in the news and you said that uh, somebody on Sky said, oh, that's going to be a nice little South Coast derby there? Yes, yes, I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, still not enough to put the Premiership game on telly. No. But I think that's disappointing. I hope that we do get more games on telly next season. Hopefully, yeah. Although we don't tend to do well when we play on Sky. Never, never usually a good sign. It's just like whenever they n- announce a game on Sky, it's like, well, that's that's no point. <laughs> um, but, but then again, when we're not on Sky, we've been playing yeah. not it particularly makes, well. It, it makes no difference, really, does it? Let's face it. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so I, I just want to go through a few players with you, um, and you know, just give me your assessment on like, kind of like where we stand with them. I want I. Basically, what I want to know is whether you want to keep them or just let them go. So you can answer with a simple yes or no, or you can you can go into depth more if you like. I just really, I just really want to know what you think we should do with these sort of players. Okay, you ready for this? Yep. Okay, well, I'll start. Alex McCarthy. Oh, God, that's a difficult one. I, mean, um, I guess what, I I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to say with it is, do we keep him as a second string? Because I think we're, we're agreed that Angus Gunn is going to get that number one. Um you know, do we keep McCarthy as a second or do we get rid of Forster knowing that his wages are higher? Um, it's going to have to be one or the other. I think um, McCarthy's probably going to be easy to, easier to offload than Forster. Um, as, as, as terrible as that is, you know, I think yeah, his wage bill is, is, is the problem. Uh, it's, it's so difficult to, to find a club that will... Uh, Offer him something that would be mutually beneficial to both Sampson and, and Fraser Forster. 
So I think the easy option would be to get rid of McCarthy, but which is a terrible state of affairs, really, isn't it? It is. So, okay, yes or no, do we keep McCarthy? Uh, yes, if we can. Okay. Nice. Okay, Cedric. Um, Salem, I think we'll get money from. There's no place for him in the squad. But we are light at right back. But. I mean, Valerie's our first choice, isn't he? So um, you're not going to want to keep Cedric on the bench, um, bringing the new prospects for right back, either from from the youth or buy a player in, and, and yeah, sell out Cedric. Okay. Whilst, whilst he's worth something. Okay. Uh, Jack Stevens. <laughs> uh, move down to the championship. So you let him go. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's right. Uh, Wesley Hoot. Oh, we can fuck right off. (laughs) (laughs) No more needs to be said. I'm going to add this player on it, um, just because I just want your opinion on how he's fared towards the latter part of the season. I'm not suggesting that we get rid of him, I just want your opinion. Um, Danny Ings, 24 appearances, 8 goals, you know, and we have to fork out 18 million. If he stays fit, is he our best hope for goals next season? Or do we have to rely on signings? Um, at the moment, as things stand, yes, yes, he is, isn't he? Um, I, th- I think he's had a reasonably good season, to be honest. Um, yeah, but for the injuries, he could have scored a lot more goals. Uh, yeah, at the end of the season, it's a strange one, isn't it? We're, we're not quite sure whether he's quite up to fitness or not. Or um, that's the thing, Whether there's always that question mark hanging over him. He's like, mm-hmm. you, you, you're going to sub him off because you're afraid he's going to get an injury. You know, he's going to cost us £18 million. Oh, I mean, I'm like you, I think he's been playing really well. He just hasn't been finding the net. And I know that's what a lot of a lot of people hark on about. It's just that he's not scoring. Then what use is he to us? Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm not quite sure what, um, what Ralph makes of him. Uh, I think he understands that he's... An essential fixture in, in this in this in this squad, but uh, yeah, I mean, if, if you have to make the choice between him, Long, um, or yeah, Oberfemi if he's fit, um, or somebody else, I mean, you've got Guido Carrillo who could be coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it'd be interesting one to see, but I do hope he stays. Uh, uh, oh, I think like a better second season. Yeah, um, Charlie Austin. Do we? Um, yeah, I think. No, yeah, we have to go. See, I even forgot him in, in that when I was listing the strikers just then, just because mm-hmm. I think we can both assume that he's going this summer. Um, with no hard feelings, you know, good lad. Um, yeah, he was saying his goodbyes uh, in that last match of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think we'll have fond memories of him. But uh, yeah, I think it's, 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 it's time to now, isn't it? Okay. Um, Elianusi, what do we do with him? Uh, my option would be to loan loan them out. Um, Sam Gallagher. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we haven't seen nearly enough of him uh, this season. Four appearances. Uh, I, th- I think I think he'll be here. I don't think we'll loan him loan him out. I think I think he'll be there on the benches. I think it's time for him to move on. He's not young anymore. You think so? I think it's time for him to go. We know what he's about. How is he now? You've loaned him out. You know what he's what he can do. No, he's 23, so I don't think another another loan deal was going to do him any good. Um, he should be playing, if he's you know 23, he should be playing at this for us right now, but he's just I don't think he's going to get a look in. I mean, you can honestly say, I mean, right now, the strikers that we have, where does he sit if you've got all of them fit? And I'm including Austin in this. 
he's probably right at the back. And you could say he's fallen behind Oberfemi. So I, I just think we need to let him go. Um, it's, it's another Ryan Seeger. Just let him go. I don't think he's going to bring us anything. Yeah, it's sad because, I mean, yeah, he has shown potential, but uh, I guess yeah, we've got such a, such a big squad. Um, okay, uh, Alfie Jones, um, do we loan him out again or, you know, give him a chance in the first team? Ah, uh, I think, wasn't he on the bench for... Um, Huddersfield, for one of yeah. He yeah, was, Huddersfield. He, he was on the bench for the last game. Um, he was on loan at St Mirren all season, wasn't he, and... Um, and came back and he was at that open training session. Um, but yeah, I don't know whether they're going to give him a chance now or, or you know, something else. I don't know. I kind of took that as a signal that um, he might be playing a part next season. Well, maybe he um, was going to play him in that Huddersfield game if all was well, if we were, you know, comfortably ahead. Maybe for yeah. see what you can see what we've got. You know. So what do you think? Loan him? Ah. Uh. I think we can't loan them all out, you know? I mean, you've got to leave, leave some of the youth in. I mean, um, OK, would I, you know, put it in this way. Would you play him or give him a chance over Jack Stevens? Yes. OK, so there's your answer. We've got him. <laughs> um, yeah. Josh Sims, do you loan him out again or give him extended run in the first team? I, I think Ralph likes him. Uh, oh, yeah, I think we all do, don't we? I think we're quite, I'm quite excited about him. Yeah, I mean, just uh, with the, uh, the cup semi-final uh, season before this one, you uh, played a crucial part in that, didn't he? Um, mm-hmm. Setting up that goal for long. And, uh, yeah, we thought that he was just our, our next superstar. And he's just kind of, yeah, he's been on the fringes. But, yeah, I'm going to blame Mark Hughes for that. I think um, Ralph's going to want to spend a lot more time with him. Hopefully, yeah. So, yeah, keep him in the squad. Okay, um, we've already done goalkeeper situation, so I'll skip Fraser Forster. Um, the next two players, I just want one word answer from you. When mm-hmm. it's, got, it's got to be loan, sell, or try. Okay? Tyreek right. Johnson. Try. Callum Slattery. Loan. You tried Johnson over, over Slattery. That's interesting. I think yeah, Slattery's I mean, got more of a chance, if I'm honest. I think the, the midfield's quite quite packed. There's a lot of competition there, there isn't there? Is a lot of competition. You're right. So I, I mean, I, I so what I did see um, didn't really fill me with excitement. But uh, hey, I mean, if if, um, if he's in, if he's there on the bench uh, in August, um, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, Ralph knows a lot more about him than I do. Sure. Um, Michael Oberfemi. Questions about oh, we need fitness. Yeah, but I love him. I think we need to keep him. Okay. I think he's a good option. Um, Marcus Barnes. But he was knock, knocking him in for fun for the um, under 23s. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think he's one of those players. That he? Yeah. But, but he's, he's not as young as I thought he was. I thought he was like 19, 18, 19, but he's 22. Oh, okay. So, I don't really know about him. I don't really know where, where we stand. But I, I guess we could just send him out on loan again. Because he's not... I, mean, I think it's clear that he's not going to get into the squad next season. No, and then, then you know, he comes back being 23. Mm. Uh, so, he's not, not a young whippersnapper anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
maybe sell him if there's a buyer. But I mean, he's one of those players that you've been hearing about for a long time that they're going to be the next one to break through, and um, just hasn't. No. Um, Kane Ramsey. Again, I think it's the same situation, isn't it? Mm. I, I, I expect him to be loaned out. Yeah, I mean, if he's not good enough, loan him out. But he's still very young. I mean, he's got all the time. To- all the time. I mean, he was um, he's eighteen, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, he's eighteen. Um, he was a Chelsea youth player. Um, I think he's all right. I mean, he's only had one appearance, but I think I don't. I I've heard good things about him, um, and I think we could nurture this, and yeah, send him out on loan for a season or two even there's no rush on him there's no you know immediate worry as to where he is just let him develop I'm not you know I'm not concerned yeah I mean um, which game which game was it was he wasn't he was in the West Ham he was on the bench on the West Ham West Ham because I remember we were looking at the stadium looking at the team sheet and thinking ooh Kane Ramsey interesting Mm. (laughs) Ralph's at it again you know but as I say, we've got we've got options and we've got we've got time with him, so I think keep hold of him, loan him out, and see where we, see where we are. Yeah, I'd say you can, you can afford to keep him for a few seasons. Yeah. It's fine. Um, the next three, just a simple yes or no, will do for all three of them. Um, you know where I'm going: Buffal, Classy, Garijo. Um. I'd give Bufal another try. Um, so you'd, you'd loan out Elianusi and bring Bufal in his place? Yeah, yeah, right. I think that, that's exactly right. Classy? Um, classy. Oh, God, he's another letdown, isn't he? Um, mm-hmm. Again, like, can we say if we can sell him, sell him. If not, loan him. Like, I, don't, I don't think this is a place in the squad for him. Okay. Um, and Carrillo. Carrillo. I mean, that's just... I mean, but, but, but I think that signing just epitomises um, our financial position for the last kind of three seasons. That uh, just the sheer desperation of that signing. I mean, we, we've got on top of our own youth players questions over yeah, who's going to go on loan, who's going to stay, uh, who's going to be sold on. Uh, we've got all of the players from the previous managers. Um, so yeah, that that uh, Pellegrino signing. Uh, God, it's just such a big mistake, isn't it? It is, yeah. I'm, as I say, I hope that rumour to Olympiacos is real, and I hope we can offload him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no offence to him, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, I'm with you. Let's get rid of him. Um, yeah, just before we do go, um, we've reviewed Southampton Football Club's uh, season, but um, I just wanted to review. Uh, our season with you on in that number, our first season podcasting. Um, so again, you can choose you can choose anything you want. But um, what would you say your your highlight of the in that number season has been this this season? Um, my highlight, I guess, I think for me, I, I enjoy guests coming on, and I enjoy you know the contacting guests and trying to see what they're all about, and you know moving forward into next year I think that's what excites me the most is having you know guests on getting the chance to, to mingle with, 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 with new fans and yeah I think that's I think the, our podcasting became better when we had guests on 
So yeah. I guess I'd have to say, yeah, the guests have made it for me. Okay, I mean, I won't ask you for a favourite guest, that's not fair, but um, yeah, do you have a favourite? <laughs> I'm not a guest, I'm, a, I'm your co-host. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, do you have a favourite uh, uh, podcast episode? Well, I, again, I can't really say that I've got a favourite episode if, it, if it's the, the guest that we've had on, that it would imply that he's my favourite guest. Uh, okay, all right, that's but, very um, diplomatic. Okay, but I do, I do remember the um, the episode that we had when um, uh, Les Reed left, and we had a big, big um, news segment, and we talked in depth about Les Reed and about all the mistakes that he's made and all the mistakes that generally the board have made with with the black box signings. Um, and I remember that one being a really, really good episode for us. I thought that was probably, I'd say, that was my favourite recording. Okay, um, what what do you think is the, the worst bit? Oh, I, I mean, I mentioned it earlier in, in this episode when we, the, the Cardiff result, after the Cardiff result, I didn't want to to do the podcast, I didn't want to do the show, I just thought we were going to go down, I, you know, I was in the mindset, no one's going to listen this week because who wants to, who wants to listen to that, um, so yeah, I'd say that one. Okay, so um, let's say that you could only keep one segment of the show, what would it be? Well, it certainly wouldn't be the chance. <laughs> yeah, I gathered that. <laughs> um, I, I just guess the match reviews after we've won. Getting to speak to the you know a guest after we've won is is a good feeling because everybody's in the same boat. Everybody's happy about it. So yeah, I'd like to keep that. That would be the best. And um, yeah, if you could check one segment, what would it be? The, the chance. Okay, they're, they're not they're not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Why ask? It's the only it's the only one. It's the only reason I'm doing this. Um, no, I right, think I think the? I think the Russian phrases have, have have been a nice little segment at the end because we only started picking that up towards I think February. I think it was our first one of those. So I, I quite like them, even though I make a tit of myself. But yeah, I quite like them. All right. Um, what's the the funniest moment of the season? What f- between me and you? Yeah, just on, on the pod. Do, do you know what? There's been quite a lot. Um, stuff that actually doesn't make the final cut, but the amount of stuff that I cut out where you're <laughs> farting in the background or just <laughs> generally being a you know a, a goof. I just yeah, there's, there's there's too many to mention. All right, there's no need to then. Is that <laughs> all right? Um, what about you? What about of all your chance? What's the fav- for your favourite chance? Um, I think, without a doubt, my Valerie one. I thought that was brilliant. I, I was really proud of myself after that. I thought, because I hate doing them. You know I hate doing them. But um, when that came to me, I thought, it was obviously going to be Valerie, the song. Um, but I thought it slotted together nicely, and I was really, really proud of it. just wish I could sing. All right. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed What was the last one we did? We, we did, like, a Josh Sim, Sims challenge. Oh, yeah, and um, I... I Welched on it and went for Lamina instead. And did yeah, yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think maybe, maybe my most recent one. I think was just, <laughs> just the most, maybe the most ridiculous one. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Thanks everybody. It's, it's been a lot of fun, and I think I'm, I'm going to secretly miss it the next uh, six or so weeks. Excellent. Yeah, I agree. So. Um, yeah, I think that's yeah, it. Cheers for, cheers for having me, mate. Like, uh, that has been a brilliant idea. And, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to the next. Oh, me too. Yeah, I'm, I'm secretly, I am 
going to miss it as well. Um, and I'm already like I'm already excited about next season. I just as I said, I at the end of April, I just wanted the season to finish now, and we can start planning on the next season and start planning what we're doing as a as a show. So yeah, I'm, I'm I am looking forward to it. Um, you're on your holidays, aren't you? Um, I believe in July. Um, yeah, starting from July and uh, all the way through August, in fact. So um, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's going to be difficult to to like get in contact that way, but. We will. I mean, I don't really. We we will be back um, before the season starts. We'll have our season uh, preview, um, and we are hopefully going to do some, you know, a little bit here and there with our transfers, if and when we sign any. So yeah, listen out for those. Um, and before we go, actually, one thing that we failed to mention: um, we have a new second favourite club, Sunderland. Yes, 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 yes. So yeah, well done, Sunderland. Um, that was that was really entertaining. I, I loved it. Yeah, so um, brilliant. <laughs> Unlucky Pompey. Yeah, keep the championship red and white. I've got a light little easy Russian phrase for you. Uh, just Dostvidanya. Dostvidanya. That's goodbye. Dostvidanya. Yep. I know that. <laughs> cool. Right. On that note, up the Saints. Up the Saints. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.